Hey everyone, welcome to On The Line. My name is Addison and I'm a 15-year-old aspiring sports broadcaster. On The Line is a sports podcast that highlights the stories of high school and college athletes so you can get a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to be the best. Welcome back to On The Line. My name is Addison. I'm super excited because today I'm here with Jordan Carr, a senior out of North Creek High School. However, once you're hearing this, she will have graduated. So congratulations (laughs) on making it through high school. Thank you. But here's a little backstory on how I found her. So this season or during football season, I couldn't go to any games because of COVID. However, I watched the live stream And when people would get injured on the field, I saw like what looked like two students running out. And I'm like, okay, that's super interesting. Never seen that before because I'm a sophomore and I still, you know, didn't really know the school too well. But then a couple of days later, um, the football Instagram actually posted a thank you to Jordan and one other student. I was like, oh, this seems super cool. It seems like there's some some sort of athletic trainer, like student aid sort of thing. So is that your official role title? Yeah, I'm an athletic training student aide. Um, We went through a bunch of different titles throughout the years I've been doing it, but that's just kind of the one that makes the most sense and stuck. So that's the official title. And then when did you start doing that? Uh, The end of my freshman year, I talked to Coach Tori, who's the head coach of the football team. And I was like, hey, do you guys need managers like me? And I have a couple of buddies and we'd love to be the managers of the team. And he actually connected us to the first athletic trainer that was at North Creek, who you didn't meet because you're (laughs) not old enough for that. Um, But we started working with her. And and that's like, so I guess the end of freshman year, it was like July between my freshman and sophomore year. No way. I didn't realize that you were originally a manager. So I actually reached out to Tori as well a couple months ago asking if they were looking for a manager. So I'll have to get some um, tips from you. But he said due to COVID, that wasn't really something that we could do. Of course, you were like a necessary role. So that's probably why you're able to, you know, work with the athletes. But I'm hoping to do that next year. So you'll have to tell me all about it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a super fun opportunity. They are a lot to handle. So and fun fact, we're actually in the same photography class. And didn't you yeah. get first place for your black and white photography? I did. I got first place in the eleven twelve category of the contest for a picture. Wow. Um, well, congratulations. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I ended up getting second for my yeah. age group, but I went to the shack and looked at your photography and it was super cool. So. Yeah. I love your picture too. My, I was like, t- I, we went to look at the exhibit. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not very, I'm not a seasoned photographer, but it was definitely <laughs> try something different. <laughs> yeah, when I got the email, I, I, didn't, I thought they were kidding, but it is no. what it is. <laughs> well, this is funny. I'm totally going off track here, but they sent me that I got first. That was the first email. They're like, congrats, oh. you got first. And I was like, <laughs> no, you're lying. And then I checked like a couple minutes later and they're like, sorry, wrong email. You got second. So I was like, um, <laughs> but I was still surprised. Oh, man. That hurts. <laughs> I know. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. You still place, which is super awesome, especially without of like, there were so many, you know, yeah, they were. places. I was surprised. (laughs) Well, do you only work with football players or do you work with other athletes? 
No. So it started the first year. Uh, we only worked with football uh, for the most part. That was like why we were there. And then she invited the, uh, just for context, the old uh, athletic trainer, her name was Amelia. And she invited us to work the other seasons, but we didn't really know how we felt about that. We kind of just wanted to focus on football. Um, but then we like went to a couple games in different seasons and I really liked it. So I work every sport um, now, last year and now wow. um, every sport. So every season, every sport. <laughs> now, why football? Why did you choose that to start out? It's big. It was the biggest sport we had. It was the one that, you know, I knew the most about um, from the past and like, you know, watching football with my dad. I like I'm, I was never like a huge fan, but I liked, you know, as as weird as it sounds, people make fun of me about this all the time. But like the when people get injured, like how they handle those situations were always the thing that was interesting to me. Um, so football has the most injuries. So it's kind of the, the like the best one for me to pick to start mm-hmm. off. Now, did you go into this, like when you emailed Tori, did you go into it like, hey, I want to be an athletic trainer or was that not even in the picture? I had no idea what it was. I had never heard of it before. I didn't know it was a thing. Had never, I'm not really an athlete. So I had never like seen an athletic trainer myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was like, hey, I don't really have someone to like be in charge of you guys being the managers. I'm going to kick you to the athletic trainer and we'll go Mm -hmm. from there. And she'll just like partially be in charge of you. And then she became like fully in charge of us as we started to like move focuses. How cool. So, That's awesome. Yeah. How it all worked out. Yeah. It's a, it's a big deal. And especially because, you know, the more you do it, I've been doing it for three and a half years now and it's, I decided that's what I want to do forever. So I'm actually going to school for it in the fall, um, which is super cool. How fun. Well, yeah. um, well, did you need any prior experience or training or did you kind of just learn along the way? Most of it is learning along the way. Um, in order to uh, be on any field on the sideline um, in like a job role, you need to be first aid and AED certified. Um, so I've been certified twice through the Red Cross, um, but that's the only like prereq. You just need that certification. It's super easy. Um, and then other than that, you just kind of learn as you go. You figure out and, and every athletic trainer you work with is different too. So it's learning from whoever you're working like for um, what they need, what they like, how they run things and all that kind of stuff is different for everyone. Wow. So that must have been nerve wracking the first time you're on the sidelines. And that's like a lot of pressure. So how long did it take you to feel comfortable? Uh, I still don't sometimes actually. Um, I'm not big. I'm pretty small. I'm like, I'm not, you know, super short, but I'm five, five. And when you're standing next to a bunch of six, three people who don't care if they like walk right over you, uh, it can be pretty intimidating, but just knowing that you're there for a purpose and doing something that you really like, um, makes it a lot better. When I was younger, working with the older athletes, um, was definitely more nerve wracking, but now that I'm the oldest, like I'm a senior. Um, so most of the athletes I work with are my age or younger. It's, it's a lot easier for sure to like feel confident in what I'm doing, especially because I've been doing it for so long. So I would say about, about a year of doing it, I guess after my sophomore year, I was pretty confident. Okay. That's so funny how you mentioned that. <laughs> I'm like a lot shorter than you. I'm like five. Yeah. Yeah. I want on a good day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to be like a sideline reporter. I want to be on the field, you know, part of yeah. it. I'm, I'm a really big football fan. My hope yeah. is to be doing something in the NFL, but yeah. my grandma yeah. jokes that I will have to bring a step stool with me wherever I go because <laughs> the camera people won't be able to get me as an athlete in the same frame. <laughs> yeah. I'd say for that, the biggest thing is confidence, especially in, um, I don't know if if this is like a, a widely known fact, but sports medicine is a male dominated um, 
thing. Um, so as a woman, um, and then for you also as a woman, the biggest thing is making sure that you are 100% confident in yourself and knowing that you have a purpose and that you're there for a reason and that you're super important. And then it, everything else doesn't really matter. Your height kind of goes away. Um, because you have to be able to, you know, stand up to athletes and get them to listen to you and kind of, it's hard, but it is what it is. It's, it's nice to start out with, um, high schoolers. Um, so I like that you're trying to be a manager. I think that's really awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you for sharing that piece of advice, because I know for me, I realize this is a male dominated sport and I'm a pretty quiet person. Like people don't look at me and, you know, think that I'm super intimidating or anything. So that just add some extra nerves on top of it. But I like that you said, just act confident. And so that's something I just try to remind myself, like, even if you have to fake it, it's better Mm -hmm. than nothing. That was pretty much all of sophomore year was just fake it until (laughs) you can be done. Well, I also want to applaud you because you were, you seem like a self-starter and how as a sophomore, you reached out to this coach that you probably didn't know. And he was my, he was my health teacher. That's how I knew him. (laughs) But still, like you didn't know much about the program and Mm -hmm. you just went into it knowing nothing. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes you just have to take that leap of faith. And I think your story really shows that. Thank you. Okay. So we know that you help the (laughs) athletes when they're injured, but what else do you do? Like, what are the things that we don't see? Um, most of the stuff is stuff that, you know, people don't see other than game days. Most of it is, I'm just kind of a glorified assistant. Um, so I restock things, make sure that the trainer has everything that she needs. I deal with patients a lot. So, um, the training room gets kind of crazy. Um, so if there's more than one person, if there's something that I can do to help, there's some stuff that legally I can't do without proper certification. So I can't actually tape an athlete, but stretches or icing or anything like that. She'll kick them to me and be like, Hey, go talk to Jordan and I'll teach him stretches. Or, you know, um, we do this thing called ice cupping, which is, it's like massage plus ice, um, which is super uncomfortable and no one likes it, but I can do that. Um, and then I go to every game. Um, and sit on the sideline and you just pay attention. You gotta like vigilantly watch the game because you're supposed to see things that people don't see. And, um, I'm not going to pretend I work, I work about 25 to 30 hours a week and I'm not going to pretend like I work all the time. Like there's, we do a lot of lounging and hanging out and, Mm -hmm. um, but mostly it's just like assistant work, cleaning things and, um, organizing them with COVID. I do a lot of like cleaning the tables and sanitizing things after people use them and, um, memorizing lists of names so that she knows who to write in her charts that's the biggest one um but it's super worth it I just have to say I got so excited because I don't know if that's exactly what I'll be doing like I I really don't know anything but to just think that I could potentially be doing that it just gets me so excited but yeah the players must must have a love-hate relationship with you because I know ice cupping is not not the (laughs) 100% But people have such weird reactions too. Like some people laugh, some people yell, some people, like there's this one kid that comes in and he literally sings opera like the whole time by accident. (laughs) He just screams. It's so funny. (sighs) I never heard of singing opera while in pain, but maybe I'll have to try. (laughs) That's so funny. Well, because part of your job now, I know it's only a small bit, but Mm -hmm. a small bit of it is working with injuries. I know Mm -hmm. that North Creek, has an option to do a satellite program at Bothell called the sports Mm -hmm. medicine program. Did you do that at all? I did. Um, So I started it. There's only two classes offered through the satellite program. There's beginning and advanced. 
Um, so last year I was in the beginning class. Um, usually it's at Bothell, but they needed, um, they had two more kids than they had spots. So me and the other athletic trainer that, um, used to work with me, um, we got kicked to Inglemore. So I took my beginning class at Inglemore, loved it, loved the teacher. She was great. I learned so much. And this year I'm actually in advanced sports med, um, with Dan at Bothell and it's, the best. It's my seventh period. It's so awesome. <laughs> wow. So can you explain kind of how the class is structured? Is it just like lectures or are you doing hands-on things? What does it look like? So with COVID, um, obviously a lot of the hands-on stuff was kind of stunted. <clears throat> Usually you learn how to tape um, different parts of the body and you can like, um, we do what's called palpating, which basically it's just a fancy word for poking. Um, so you can like poke different parts of the body to kind of like figure out their structure and what they're supposed to feel like. And then you touch an injured body and you can feel the difference. Oh. Um, but most of how we do it right now in the class is, I guess, so for, for beginning, it was mostly lectures. Um, there was lots of anatomy talk, learning like the different muscle groups and bones and all that kind of stuff and getting familiarized with the anatomy of the body. Um, because if you don't know the anatomy, you can't figure out what's wrong. Um, and this year it's mostly learning about rehabilitation. So he'll give us a part of the body. He'll tell us all the things that could possibly go wrong with it. And then we have to kind of like use our past knowledge to figure out how to fix it. Um, which has been super awesome right now. Um, we're just kind of in a lecture part of the year just cause mm-hmm. we're drawing to an end. So he'll give us a lecture and then he'll give us a worksheet where we have to kind of like diagnose different patients based on what he writes. Um, but it's super interesting stuff. So. Now, I'm kind of a queasy person. I don't really like blood or any of that. But when you're just explaining that and all the information you learned about the human body and rehabilitation mm-hmm. and injuries, it makes me think I want to go into that. It just yeah. seems super interesting. And like every single class, you're learning something new. Mm-hmm. But it also seems like memorization is a very big... It's a lot of memorization. <laughs> That's pretty much the premise of the whole thing is memorizing, you know, this and this means mm-hmm. this. Um, which if you're not good at that, it's not. And I would recommend something else to you if you don't like blood, because we see that a lot. <laughs> so I'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely think that's a good idea. Well, you mentioned that you want to continue this beyond high school. Do you want to mm-hmm. continue doing sports medicine or are you looking to do physical therapy or be an athletic trainer? What does the future look like for you? Yeah, so I'm going to Montana State University in the fall um, to get a bachelor's degree in exercise science. Um, With that degree, um, I can pick to do um, physical therapy, chiropractic, or sports medicine, um, or pretty much anything that has to do with physical exercise. Um, But I think I'm going to stick with sports medicine. I'm going to get an athletic training degree um, as a master's degree Uh because it's a master's only program right now. Um, but yeah, this is the path that I want to take. Um, obviously there's time to change my mind. I've got four years before I have to officially make that decision, but I think sports med's the one for me. Well, how exciting. I know there is a lot of pressure to feel like you have to know exactly what your next five years is going to look like, but I'm excited to follow along your journey and see what you end up doing, whether it is being a, you know, working in sports medicine, or if you end up doing something completely different. Yeah. I'm excited to see too. (laughs) Well, I know we've talked a lot about football, but you Mm -hmm. did mention that for the past two years, you've been doing other sports. So do you Mm -hmm. have a favorite sport to work with? Oh, goodness. Um, 
I think this year my favorite has been besides football has been baseball, which I never thought I would say. Um, But the baseball like team is just so welcoming. Like they just like greet us every time we come in. And as long as the games may seem like when you're actually trying to focus and like catch little injuries on so many people in so many different places, it becomes really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And gymnastics. I worked gymnastics this year for the first time and it was actually super cool. I'd never been, um, working at gymnastics meet and um, not to get excited about the wrong type of thing, but we saw a couple injuries, which was super awesome. I, we don't have a ton, you know, outside of football, there's not really a ton of injuries. So mm-hmm. when you get one, it's kind of exciting. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I mean, definitely bittersweet thing, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's it's one of those things where you feel a little guilty after you say it. <laughs> You're like, the hands-on experience, but the poor athlete. <laughs> yeah. But again, that's part of the job and you need that yeah. to learn these new things and yeah, again, totally. gain that experience. Yeah. So I'm assuming that you had to learn all these sports beforehand, or did you just learn as you go? What was that process like? You just learn as you go. Um, You know, you can't, you can't ever go into anything knowing everything you're supposed to know. So most of it is just learning, you know, Mm -hmm. as you go and messing up and, and the nice thing about going into it as a student aid is that most of the stuff is for the trainer to deal with. And I just get to observe and watch how they handle situations. And the nice thing about getting older and getting more comfortable with a trainer is me and the current trainer, Julianne spend like 25 to 30 hours a week together. We've, you know, I know what she needs. I know what she likes. And she lets me be a part of a lot of things. Uh And so I get to learn how to have adult conversations with coaches and how to handle that kind of situation as well as handling injuries. So it's been really awesome. Yeah, that Um, sounds like such a great experience. And the other benefits of working with athletes is you, you know, you learn those communication skills, you Mm -hmm. learn how to stand up for yourself, because especially in sports like football, you know, they're very boisterous Mm -hmm. and loud and they're big and that can feel a little bit intimidating. So Mm -hmm. it's great that it seems like it helps build your confidence, which is awesome. The nice thing is that most sports at the beginning of the year, if we spend a lot of time with them, the coach gives some kind of, Hey, this is Jordan. She's a training aide. Don't mess with her. Um, (laughs) which has been, which has been kind of a lifesaver. Um, I remember standing there the first time coach T did that at the beginning of my sophomore year, um, when regular football season started Uh in the fall. And I just was like, no one look at me. It's not me. Like, that's not, I'm fine. It's fine. Um, but you know, they're human, so they're not gonna, no one's mean. Um, unless you, you know, get in an argument, but it's most of the time, most of the teams are super welcoming and kind. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, what is your favorite part about working with athletes? I just love learning. Like as nerdy as that sounds like being, you know, I'm a STEM kid. So I get really nerdy about stuff. And when a kid comes in and is like, my elbow hurts as she tries to figure out what's wrong, I try to figure out what's wrong um, and then see if like they match up. And it's just something that I've always done. And, you know, the more I get into it, the more I get them right, um, which is super exciting, but also like just, it's so hands-on. Like I get to prep things for students or she'll, you know, be like, Jordan, go do this for me. Um, And it's just an amazing opportunity. So I guess that's my favorite part is like how much I get to do and learn. Well, just what you were explaining about how you kind of analyze every situation and how you're really into STEM, 
I, I know I'm younger than you, but I just have to say, <laughs> I can tell that you're going to go really far in this career and you're going to yeah. be so successful because just the traits you have as a person, just, just by these couple minutes I've talked to you, I can just tell that people are going to respect you and you're going to work hard. And I really look up to that. Thank you. That's awesome. That's, that's a really important part of this is, you know, inspiring other people to not worry about it. You know, mm-hmm. like I said before, confidence is confidence and I'm nervous most of the time, but I just don't <laughs> let anybody know. And if that can inspire someone else to try to be confident, then that's, what's awesome. I love that. Well, what is the toughest thing about working with athletes? <sighs> oh my goodness. The hours probably. I give up a lot of social time and family time. Um, I'm at school from two to at least seven every day, if not later, depending on the game schedule. And during football season, those hours are even crazier just Mm because of games and practices. Like the latest I've been out for football is midnight. You know, like you lose a lot of stuff. You, you, you know, can't go to a lot of stuff and people sometimes, you know, the dedication to it is, is hard. Um, but it's counteracted by how much I love it. So it makes it worth it. For sure. I know you said that there aren't a ton of injuries, but what has been the worst injury that you've seen? Oh gosh. Okay. So first of all, I'll say this. Um, I fall under HIPAA, which I don't know if you would know what that is, but it's patient confidentiality. Yeah. So I can't actually say names for anything, but I can definitely talk about the injury. Yeah, no. Don't there. expose anyone. You don't, you <laughs> yeah, don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I can't get in trouble. Um, I think the worst injury I have ever seen was my sophomore year, which was crazy. I was on shadow, um, which means that you follow the trainer onto the field if there's an injury. And this kid was going to, he reached up to make a touchdown to catch the ball and he just got absolutely whacked onto the ground. And so we ran all the way to the far side of the field and we were like, what's going on? He goes, I think I just dislocated my shoulder. And sure enough, he had. Um, and a trainer is not legally certified to relocate anything that's dislocated. He can't, we just have to send you to the hospital, but he had to get to the other side of the field in order to get picked up. So we had to find a way to get him up and over, which in and of itself was crazy enough, like being able to help with that. But then some random dad came down to the field and he was like, Hey, I'm an orthopedic doctor. I am, I'm, I can legally put that back in for you. If no. you want. And, um, we were like, sure I guess like we asked the athletic director if it was fine at the time he was like yeah sure I guess so so we made a wall around the student just to give him some privacy Mm -hmm. and he had to like straddle his torso with his legs like crisscross and then he like shoved his shoulder back into the Uh into place and obviously the kid was in a lot of pain so he screamed um but it's probably the coolest thing I've ever seen is and just just like watching a group of people come together to help an athlete but also that was a gnarly dislocation um and so he came in the next day with all the x-rays of like what it looked like and it was Mm -hmm so cool wow what an intense situation to be a part of but also very terrifying <laughs> memorable one that I mean yeah. wow that's crazy yeah it was super cool and it ha- it's happened a couple more times too we get a lot of shoulder dislocations which is super interesting yeah but you kind of get used to dealing with them after a while uh-huh. so. well would you recommend this experience to others or what tips would you have for someone who wants to do something similar <sighs> Well, of course I would recommend it because I love it, but I just, you know, um, they, people have just missed the signups to do it. Um, they were due on the fifth. So she will actually be picking a new trainer, um, student aid, um, this week. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say that like, as much as I recommend it, you have to be dedicated. Like it takes so much time and mental energy and focus and like, you have to love it. So if you're not a hundred percent sure that you love it, 
you know, maybe pick something in the same field, but it's my favorite thing. So I would recommend it to anybody who could listen. (laughs) What has been the biggest lesson you've learned throughout your years of being a athletic trainer, student aid? (laughs) Studying is no joke. You know, when asking questions is so hard for some people, but like, if you ask the right kinds of questions, you can learn so much more. So after any injury, I always ask any questions I might have about the course of treatment or the injury and learning that was hard for me. I'm not a person who likes to ask for help, um, but learning how to ask um, when I'm confused or don't know something or want to know more about something has been like a really big lesson. For sure. I'm pretty sure we're the same person <laughs> besides the fact that I uh, don't like blood or math. But other than that, <laughs> I feel math. the same way about everything yeah. else you said. And I just yeah. really appreciate you talking with me today and teaching yeah. me new things and hopefully teaching those who are listening some new things and maybe inspire them to yeah. pursue a similar career path. So yeah. thank you. Thank so you much. for having me. This is so cool what you're doing. I love of it. Of course. So awesome. The fact that you made it yourself as a sophomore is (laughs) unreal. Thank you. Well, would you like to shout out your Instagram? Um, My Instagram and my Snapchat are both Jordan Carr with a dot after the O. So it's J-O dot R-D-A-N-C-A-R-R. That's all of my social media. (laughs) Well, I'll have that that in the show notes as well. So you can just click there. That's probably easier. (laughs) Thanks again. And I can't wait to follow along your journey. Good luck in college. And thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of On The Line. I upload new episodes every Sunday at 12. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, and follow On The Line on Instagram, and all those links will be in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you.